Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Major, spotter of the 88 Cup Car, 7 Xfinity Car, and the 29 Truck. And Brett Griffin is here, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Myatt Snyder, soon to be one more guy in the trucks that I can't tell you about, and go Gamecocks. Hey guys, it's KB, and everything Brett is wearing says Gamecocks on it. You damn right it does. <laughs> Including his high socks. If I'd have had a pair of maroon garnet khakis, I'd have them on too, but I had to... Isn't khaki a color? Khaki. Khaki's a color? Yeah. yeah. Khaki's a brown. Everything khaki's else is garnet. Color. Stoked. Final four. Wouldn't have called it. It's a big deal. And UNC beat my winner, Kentucky. I'm out. Really? Yeah, you're done. It's done. We could have an all-Carolina final. Did you pick USC to go all the way? I did not. I picked them to beat Marquette the first round. And that's it? <laughs> yes. Some because, fan you are. Well, I thought Duke would probably beat us, but we beat them by a lot. Thank you. We blew that. out. Duke. We blew out a bunch of teams to get here. Like, it's not like we're barely winning. We're doing it. You're kicking some ass. We are. I don't like USC, but good for you. That's what? <laughs> we are broken well, up. We're no longer friends. I'm I will say friend. this is what's good about the tournament, though. Last year, uh, Syracuse, my team, didn't wasn't even really supposed to be in it almost, and then they go to the Final Four. Yeah. So yeah. it's always good to see uh, teams like that make it and – and um, come out of nowhere because I'm pretty sure no one probably really picked South Carolina to go to the isn't final. Isn't it first Good like God. first time for South Carolina since like 1947 or something? It's the first time in 44 years we have won a tournament game. So gotcha. obviously we've won games. And you've never been to Plural. the final four. I don't for, think so. I don't think so. No, That's I don't. I don't yeah, it's so. definitely. We were really good with Alex English when I was like minus 12, but now that I'm 40, we're back. That was again. a long time ago. Stoked. If we win Saturday night, my fat ass will be in Phoenix, Arizona <laughs> Monday. Some way, somehow. Elliot's got me a ticket. I just got to get there. How do you get a ticket? He just knows He's people. rich. Rich guys get <laughs> shit. Y'all know that. God Almighty. Uh, yeah, they don't struggle. Elliot's uh, brother, Hermie, in all seriousness, went to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, his family have been donors for the school for a long time. And uh, they had courtside, side seats forever. Like, I've, I've been able to go to the North Carolina Duke game and hang out with those guys. Yeah, so he gave me the uh, yeah. UNC pit tickets. I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Somebody was jealous about that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Aaron. She's like, 
Hey, how does uh, Kristen get these tickets and I never get it? And I, and I kind of work for Elliot. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe you should ask Kristen to go with her. I'm nice. Oh, no, nice. nice too. Nice, nice. Fontana, California, man. How about that scoreboard in turn one where they tell the guys how fast they're going? I love that about that place. 208 miles. Yeah. God almighty, 208. I mean, honestly, that's not too bad. I mean, at least there's a bank. At least there's banking to drive into there. Yeah. I mean, at Indy, when you go by there and they're doing, I forget what they're doing. It's close. Yeah, but there's no scoreboard to tell everybody. Yeah, I mean, you just have to know. It's like age, just a like, number. Like, just, just wait. Next year, Cup's gonna have restrictor plates. You know, every Indy. track has a manufacturer that they're aligned with, and and at Fontana, it's obviously Toyota. Mm-hmm. So Toyota's got this big sign in Turn One. These other manufacturers have got to take note of that. And that their tracks, Chevrolet, I think they're at Charlotte or whatever. You gotta, you gotta take note of that and do something about that because that's a cool thing. You know, we got these some of these people on TV saying we can't sell speed. You know, which is why they show these zoomed-in shots that I've been fussing about. Zoom out and show how fast our cars are going. I think it's cooler. Uh, you can sell speed because the drivers even get pumped up seeing how fast they're going. I guess you know if it's a good lap or not. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine like you're uh, you're you're coming and you see the guy in front of you speed pop up and it's like two oh six and yours says like one eighty nine. Yeah, you're like, what do you think Derek Cope said? One sixty. Like, you're like, damn, I suck. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Derek Cope said that numerous times. Kristen, I have a surprise for you since I was out last week. What's in the backpack? Um, I, I have a special bottle. <gasps> you want? Oh, sh- you wanna, I forgot. You want to bet? <laughs> I forgot about this. You want to bet? And uh, as did part someone of, sign the as, tequila? As part of our bet, uh, we have it to. Says sh- happy take birthday. A shot of tequila. Yeah, this is a Deleon Platinum bottle of tequila. Brian Patty gave me this. <laughs> you brought this. shot glasses. Yeah. And a pair of boots I mean, he's that are lined with guess, fur. Look, back, look, back. look, my, look yeah, what my what? shot glass says. Well, I just left Montana. So those boots were. You know, I put these boots on with that outfit. Yeah. So we got to take a shot of tequila. You have the TJ. Most I would have brought you one, I'm but I know you're a. Yeah, I'm not morning. doing the shot of tequila. Yeah. What sure. does my shot glass say? Um, it's that. Remember, uh, remember on uh, Finding Nemo or whatever. Really? You don't know what those are? <laughs> mine, 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 mine. The penguins. No, I can see them. The birds. The, yeah. Mine, 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 mine. mine. And then when you go to the park, there's a little setup thing there, wouldn't they? Do you think this is going to help the panic attack that I had earlier? Absolutely. (laughs) See, this is fate. (laughs) This is me. Now you're going to pull for the Gamecocks because – You don't need a Xanax when Brett brings tequila. If I I gag on this, I I apologize (laughs) because it is 10 in the morning. (laughs) And I'm not hot. And I'm not tailgating. (laughs) And it's hot. (laughs) But you're hot. I'm kind of nervous. I haven't done a shot of tequila <laughs> But you told me you could do tequila. So here, right. here's to uh, Catholics not being Protestants <laughs> and me being educated thanks to our fan base. Cheers. Mm, somebody puke, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you need some water? <laughs> That's a good chaser. Oh. <laughs> it kind of burns. You probably got hair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, this you, show is oh. taking a turn. <laughs> oh, you probably got hair on your chest. After oh, that one. God. Yeah. Oh, sweaty. Quit grabbing your boobs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that guy out there watching is going to think some, this is some other kind of show. Whoo. <sighs> Holla. Cheers. That was good. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, I'm not you, sure if you won or lost that bet. Oh, what a great show we have. I'm so yeah. glad to be back. It's smooth. Man. <laughs> TJ, you want one? Oh, no, God. I am good. Y'all, y'all do another one. I feel a little warm. Do another one. <laughs> do 
We'll do one at the end. Do a couple more. Can't do a couple more. We'll die. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're in an exalted studio today. I'm bringing you this awesome show. <laughs> Thanks to One Main Financial for sponsoring yeah. for Bumper Clear. So we're going to go into spot on, spot off. Yeah. Already? Uh, what, what Was there something else you wanted to talk about? No, I'm good. You good? Uh-huh, yeah, All right. I'm great. Ready? Yeah. yeah, let's go. Kurt Busch, Daytona 500 Trophy Tour. Spot on, <laughs> spot off. That ain't my trophy. Do what you want with it. I'm I'm spot off, and here's why. Because, like, the relevance of the Daytona 500 diminishes as the week goes on. This is why I'm all for us running the Daytona 500 and then having a week off for him to do exactly this. Because mm-hmm. he could have done a 10-day, a 10-city tour and, like, it been really phenomenal. And I think he's doing a great job with what he's doing. And I know, he, know he's doing it for personal reasons. And I think it's great that he's doing it, but I think that the, the relevance of it um, could be more celebrated if we didn't just dive into the next race, like Atlanta, Vegas, blah blah blah. Like you just, you're, you're we're in the grind now. You don't get to celebrate yeah. in the three days. So what, what exactly he did he do? He took the trophy. He's taking it everywhere, dude. Hey, he went to spring training out in uh, Phoenix. I get why they're doing it, but it's just like a white girl's birthday where she gets the whole month to celebrate. Yeah. You kind of get that window. Yeah. It's. I agree with you. It's irrelevant at this point. Yeah. Congrats to him, but come on. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think the rest after, of us have lives too. When you go to the <laughs> next race it's pretty much over with. Like you, you you got another chance to win another trophy and that's the main main objective that weekend. The main objective is not to show everyone your old trophy. So yeah. I would uh you know, I, I'm all for it up until the next race. And it's that's only three days, which is why I say <clears throat> let's take a little time off. Yeah. Because we got three winners. We got the truck winner, the Xfinity winner, the cup winner. You could send them all three of them out on a media tour, that would be badass. I think ten days might be a little long. Nobody would it's like a, to win it then. It's a Daytona 500. Yeah. It's still going on. He's, he, how long is he going to do it? I guess all year. I don't know. What? I don't know. He's taking it everywhere. He was on a beach in L.A. Well, I mean, I guess they, I guess the Stanley Cup goes a yeah. lot of places as well. That's the championship. This I is a Daytona it. 500 championship. It's like the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's our Super Bowl. Yeah. How long have you worked at NASCAR? <laughs> Too long. You know, you think about it. There's no other sport that you have that has a game big as big as the championship could be. Yeah. So Somebody's calling me. I'm sorry, i got to mute my phone. That's loud. It's Gamecocks. They won't stop calling. All right. Spot so, on, spot off. Track service at Fontana. Spot on for me. It's got different multiple lanes, seems to mess people up, and, uh, you know, it's it's good. Wore out. Tires wear. Spot on for sure. This this place in Atlanta are hands down the best two surfaces we have to race on. Old asphalt means these guys are searching for grip. As TJ said, we were five and six wide on restarts all weekend. Yeah. Insane spotting. I mean, after the first start uh, start of the race yesterday, Clinton was like, holy hell, what, what was that? That was crazy. You finished third. Third. Congratulations. Thank you. Had a fast car. Had a good piece of Atlanta, good piece there. Third. Still waiting to see TJ. Really? Hadn't seen him uh, in a cup race yet this year. I haven't seen us since we got taken out leading the 500. That's <laughs> right. No, I hadn't seen you. Yeah. No, so, so you're so this <laughs> nice comeback. So this third place is like a win for you. No, but it is certainly it a third is like place. A win for it's you. Commendable. Well, eighth in points, third place. Well, Last we'll, year we'll you couldn't it. qualify within a second and a half of the pole. Yeah, how's, that's what it's been like. So for this you is this like year. a win. Yeah. Have you finished top 12, 15 yet? Where'd you finish yesterday? 16th. No, oh, you almost I made it. I don't know. I really don't even know. How do you not know? You're the spotter. Can't count that high. Well, when you're in the, when you're in the hornet's <laughs> nest back there and you go across the line, you don't really know at that point. You just go to the airport. You do. Yeah. You go to the airport. Hendrick was in our um, 
in the one pit stall all a lot all weekend looking at the tires. Every time the tires came off, there were at least there was lopes and then like yeah. three other people. Well, we we had through. a we obviously had a tire problem in qualifying. <clears throat> we uh, cut one by accident. Like <laughs> I don't by accident. Like I don't know, but uh, you know I don't know if um there there's something maybe uh. I don't know if we could talk about this later or ran or something about it, but if you cut, if you have a problem in qualifying, you have a run over something on your way in, you have to change the tire, you have to go to the back, but you're only allowed to change that tire. Right. So we basically started in the back next to uh, Jimmy Johnson, who started on four tires, never even qualified. So, I mean, well, we made an attempt. We're going to do – we're doing our deal like everybody wants, and – we're kind of penalized back there. So I'm maybe thinking they need to do something like, if you want to start on stickers, you can start on stickers, but it's coming out of your race sets. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson, like you lose your race Chad, set. Chad Canals kind of snookered the field on this deal <clears> because <throat> he was in a situation where he was in a backup car because Jimmy wrecked in practice. No laps on it. So instead of qualifying, he says, I'm not qualifying. So what does he get to do for the race? He gets to start on sticker tires, which at a place like Texas won't be a big deal. At a place like Fontana, huge advantage. The guy's driving from last. He's probably running 15th when he gets in that first wreck. But yeah, he, huge advantage. He was definitely made up a lot of ground already. I mean, it, it, it was good. Like, um, definitely, definitely a wise decision. If the rule is you're starting on your qualifying tires, which is what the Cup Series is doing this year, then he should have been required not necessarily to qualify if he doesn't have to. But in practice, he should have been required to go out and roll in his set of, of, of tires for two or three laps so that he doesn't have that advantage to start the race. That was miscalculated yeah. by NASCAR. They had no idea a guy would come up with something like this, leave it to Chad Canals to outsmart the system. Or start on one of your practice sets. Yeah, something. Something like that where you're not having a huge advantage. you got to do something to him. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Clint Boyer with a top three finish. Spot on. <laughs> Say it, like TJ. I said, Say it. like I said, I mean, are we going to celebrate top threes now? I yes, mean, we are. We get performance bonuses on them. Yep. Spot For on. Clint? I actually got a no. new, I actually got a company car last night out of that deal. What? Brand new car. Bullshit. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> got a shot of tequila out of it. We Spot. actually drank Jack Daniels on the way home last night. Clint was like, through we're the gonna, storm. We're going to have a. Of lightning. We're going to have a celebratory drink. I'm like, what are we drinking? He's like, Jack. I'm like, ooh. Uh, bless him. Was he stoked? Yeah, he was excited. Spot on, spot off. Junior Motorsports leads points one, two, and three in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And eighth. And, and eighth. I don't. And I don't see it changing. I don't either. I don't see it changing Who's all year. Who's in fourth? <clears throat> Who's in fourth? Yeah. Mm, that's a good question. What? How can our statistics guy not know who's in fourth? When did I become a statistics? You are. You're when the you're producer. The PR department. Yeah. PR. Oh, PR producer. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't worry about who's in fourth. Report. Maybe it's in there. We're we're dominating the Xfinity Series this year in the championship hunt, and we will continue to dominate. And one of us will win it. Hell yeah! One of our four will win it. I guarantee it. I'm so excited. I bet you a shot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we're gonna take a quick break. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest One Main at OneMainFinancial.com. Lending made personal. personal. All right, so we're going to go into Fastlane, and I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate. 
and they are going to alternate who responds first. You guys get 30 seconds, unless you don't have a good answer, and then oh, you can take Josh, I ruined seconds. your show. The first thing is the mile per hour thing. I'm sorry. We're yeah, but there's a, there's, a, there's a question with it. So there is? Yeah. Oh, so Ryan, Ryan Reed is fourth. Just Ryan so Reed. Oh, yeah. oh, we got him covered. <laughs> <laughs> Turn one at Auto Club sees speeds in excess of 205 miles per hour and sometimes five wide racing. As a spotter, how do you keep your driver calm going into this turn? I can't keep Clint calm anywhere because he's Clint Boyer and he's wild. Um, honestly, man, the, the thing for us is not to change the pitch of our voice. If we start changing the pitch of our voice while these guys are in tense situations, it can easily change their mindset, make them nervous, make them think that we see something that they don't see. So I, I think the key for us in all situations, regardless of what track we're at, is try to be consistent with our voice. I don't think they care what the speed is at that point in time. You're, they're more, you know, even when you're racing, you're looking at other cars' lines. You're not probably not even seeing that, you know, guy leading might see it when he's going into the corner. But, you know, other than that, you're worried about watching the guy go into the corner in front of you. If he goes a little bit too low, you're going to go above him. If he goes too, you know, if he goes high, you're going to lane lower than him. So you're more focused on that stuff. So I don't really think uh, keeping the driver calm is a is an issue there. I, I, I mean – you know, I think it just depends on the driver. You know, if, if you've got a rookie and, and you're working with a guy that hasn't been in that situation a lot, you know, you would probably be different. I'm, I've been working with Elliot for almost 20 years, Clint for five, so probably not a lot of things that I could do to probably honestly make him get, quote, upset. You know what I mean? Larson swept the weekend in SoCal as well as leading the points. Is he the best driver right now in the Cup Series? TJ. I don't know if he's the best driver, but he's definitely got momentum on his side. He's got a lot going. It was, they were fast last year, and when we ran these when we ran these races with this package, they were fast, and it's showing this year. And he's got he would have been two in a row had he got through turn one at Phoenix on that last restart. This would have been his second win in a row. So he's got momentum and uh, his positive attitude. He's rolling. Is that three seconds and a first? In a row. Uh, yeah, he's the best driver right now. I mean, over the last four weeks, over the last month, he, he's the hottest guy. Around this time last year, you know, I said he was the show. He, he's right back in that same spot. He, super fast. The fact that he's got a win early takes a lot of weight off his shoulders. The question is, can he do it and do it for a long time and still go run all those sprint car races? Yeah, I think he's running a sprint car race Wednesday this week. So – what I want to know is whenever adversity does strike, how they handle it and how they get back out of it. You know, how do you get back in there in the pack and end up 15th, 16th, one race and and uh, go to the next race, you know, and and something, you know, just how it bounces back from that. Because it's going to happen. You can't finish second your every race all year. So there's a lot of laps and a lot of stuff that can, you know, go wrong. So And here's the thing, just to stop for a second, when people and fans hear that these guys, Ricky Stenhouse, you know, Casey Kane, Tony Stewart, obviously Kyle Larson, that they went to run a sprint car race. What people don't realize is they get home at 3 in the morning from those deals. And yeah. they do it a lot on Saturday nights. So I, I don't know if you land at 3 in the morning how good you are the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on where the track is. Though. A lot of times the outlaw race, they're done at like – they're done at 1130 or whatever. Yeah, but if they sit fly, around, they'll well, fly. Yeah, I mean, I – I don't know. I mean, going from if he's running Wednesday night in California, he's probably not going to fly back out here until Thursday afternoon sometime, and then he's going to be his time's obviously going to be already messed up. So I don't know. I, I think I think he's young enough 
that his body is probably more capable of doing it than a lot of others. Like, I don't think some of the older guys could do that type of stuff and, and, and handle it as well. But I think, uh, I don't know, he's he's probably still rolling off adrenaline too. So For sure. But he's got a good attitude about it as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing him continue and keep going. Austin Dillon was not penalized for his retaliation towards Cole Custer after Phoenix. What is your stance on how this situation should have been handled? Dale believes he should do an out-of-market appearance for NASCAR. And for those who don't know what an out-of-market appearance is, it's an appearance that is, does not coincide with the racetrack that you're at. So a different city or state. I guess what I don't understand about this is we let Kyle Busch swing it, swing, 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 it, swing at Joey Logano <laughs> and try to it. break his jaw. Uh, that uh, a fist fight ensues, and we say, okay, well, all right, that's cool. And then we have this happen where under yellow, Austin is using his vehicle ultimately as a weapon, and, and the track conditions aren't green. So under yellow, yellow means go slow, let's keep everybody safe. He ignored that. So then on the heels of that, they say to him, if you do it again, you're in big trouble. Yeah, I don't – if they're going to allow guys to have little scuffles after the races, if they're mad, that's fine, whatever. Uh you know, I don't care if your guys want to – if his guys pull you off, but as long as the pit crew guys aren't sitting there swinging at all the drivers or whatever, they break it up and, you know. Um, but you should not be able to use your car like that. That guy's a rookie anyway. Why is a veteran of the series going after a rookie? That's You're racing that series expecting stuff like that to happen once in a while. Cole Custer did not go down that corner and be like, man, I can't wait to get loose here and wreck him. Wreck both of them. I agree, man. Yeah. You, you know, we've seen Matt Kenseth wreck Joey Logano <laughs> under green on purpose. I saw Ryan Sieg wreck Cole Custer this weekend on purpose. Huge hit for Cole Custer. We saw Cole Custer accidentally wreck Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon, Dillon retaliates on purpose. Like, wrecking on purpose is on purpose. So you got you to gotta either react or not react. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what we're doing with this whole, if you do it again, you're in big trouble. Was that wreck with uh, Cole, did he do it on purpose? Yeah. The 39 hooked him on purpose? Hooked him. I would destroy every single one of his cars. There, there, the rest there of wasn't the year. a great <laughs> replay. The rest of the year. They came under start finish, and and it was like Cole was trying to side draft him a little bit and got into him a little bit. Didn't necessarily mean to. Barely in the left rear. Yeah. The Sieg boy proceeds to let him go and just hooks him in the right rear, getting into one. Cole hit so hard, I was concerned yeah, for I his saw safety. It. And and again, man, it was it was intentional. There weren't a lot of of angles that you could see exactly what happened, but obviously yeah. sometimes we can see that, better on TV. He's been like that a little bit anyway. Ever since ever since they uh, he tandem pushed Casey to that win at Daytona, he he's he's always been. Um, when you look back there and watch them guys race, it's not a fun group to race with right no, there. Like no. they don't they do not they don't they don't agree. You know they're mad at they're probably mad at Cole. He's got a better car than me. Watch this, guys. Yeah. You know and. And uh, they they do not race good back there, but there's there's no way you should be able to use your car. You know, Austin should follow him the next time he's running and knock him off the racetrack, something like that. Show yeah. him like, hey man, I've been doing this a long time. That wasn't acceptable. Yeah. You know, shat, like what would you know what would some of these other veterans do? That's what they would do. Yeah. They wouldn't go down there and just. I, I still, regardless, I don't agree with turning a guy head on into a wall at 200 miles an hour. No, not if if you're gonna wreck him, <clears throat> wreck him somewhere that it's not gonna potentially hurt him. And that's not the first time. wasn't Wasn't he involved with something with Ryan Reed last year at Pocono? Didn't they get into it in I the think garage? You're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because yeah, Ryan Reed went after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reed's been doing that uh, not in nine round stuff. He'll knock that little guy's ass out. <laughs> so this guy, <laughs> this isn't the first time this guy has done this. When you when he gets Damn. a little road rage back there and he thinks somebody's got a better car than he doesn't. What's this Ryan C guy? Look him up. Is he a big dude? No. Because no. Cole Custer no. ain't a big dude either. 
These dudes need to get on roids and they whoop somebody's big, ass. <laughs> None of them are big. Kristen whoop him. <laughs> Kick his ass, Steve. Especially <laughs> right now. I think I could take him. Liquid courage. Liquid. Yeah, he's not. He's a, he's a little guy. See, in college, I would try to drink girls skinny. And my buddies would try to drink themselves into badasses. Oh. What, why'd you look at me like that? What's drink girls skinny mean? <laughs> Make Kristen. them look better than they are? Yeah. Is that what like, that is? Yeah, Beer come on. What? If you could drink a girl from 155 down to about 105, she's hot as hell at 105, Holla. But then you wake yeah. up to 155 again. And then Wait, you, tell you wake up, you leave. And then you tell your buddy she's 90. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell said you were spending the night anywhere? I don't know. Kristen, you yeah. just, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> the paperclip is next on the cup <laughs> circuit. And the definition of short track hard nose racing. What advice do you give your driver from atop the spotter stand? TJ Majors. Uh, I mean, don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> so yeah, don't eat any of the hot dogs. So you don't um here. I guess we're on a different tire, on a different tire this here, year on the left side. I think. Oh, awesome! And I don't think it falls off as much. So I'm not really. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. So normally you would tell your driver to take care of the rear tires a little bit because you can really these cup cars got a lot of horsepower and they can burn the rear tires off these things. So um, normally you're telling your driver to take care of your tires a little bit and you know just keep your nose clean. My approach to Martinsville is pay attention to the car that's about five cars ahead of you on restarts and when you're in heavy traffic because when that guy has a problem, for whatever reason, the fourth or fifth guy in line tends to knock the radiator out of his car. So you really got to pay attention out front and, and make sure that your guy knows, hey, I may need to check up here getting in a corner because they will tear some stuff up between that and hitting curbs. Yeah, you can uh – uh Restarts are always really fun here because guys try to get into the – they try to fill the hole on the bottom when somebody leaves a little bit of a gap, and, and then and then everybody gets jammed up behind them. So we love to – we like to work the outside there for a lap or, for a lap or two, but you got to get down after that. Otherwise, you're in trouble. Yeah. How many uh, how many hot dogs are you guys going to eat? Man, I might have one. Just just to have it. Yeah, just wow. I might. I'm just, not a big fan of them. Just for so. tradition. Our co-host <clears throat> last weekend. Yeah, last I was going to say, wait. Eight. I heard. I asked Josh. and, and it, I almost threw up. Yeah, I just, just was picturing his that. muffin top as he was. <laughs> Did you hear what Josh <laughs> said about the cookout? What? <laughs> Josh has a muffin top. <laughs> Did you hear what Josh said about the cookout? He says he spent $16 on himself at the cookout. Yeah, that, uh, once again, that's why he has a muffin <laughs> top. Isn't it just called cookout, not like the Ohio I don't Ohio know. State? It's like the Facebook versus <laughs> Facebook. Well, I mean, how do you say it and not say the cookout in front of it? You just say this is going to cookout. The door bumper clear <laughs> podcast. This is yeah the <clears throat> when those yeah, University when those, of Ohio State. Yeah, are you going to the cookout, Josh? No. It's not the cookout. That's not a thing. I'm like, not talking who's, about who's that cookout, cookout. Are you talking about? How about the Walmart? <laughs> the Walmart. It, it is the Walmart. That's funny. They who's actually the, should add the in front of Walmart. <laughs> Josh asks, you want really want to know? Huh? You really want to know the answer to that? Sure. You know when you say, "Hey, hey, you going to the cookout? What cookout? The one where my meat's on your grill?" Yeah. What the wow. hell does that even mean? Wow. Never mind. We'll okay. edit that out. Yeah. Okay. No, that's staying in. That's <laughs> podcast gold right there. <laughs> podcast gold. I don't know why you're not in stand-up comedy, TJ. That was fabulous. Well, <laughs> are you guys going to answer the I damn question? I spent too much time at the cookout. What was the question? <laughs> what advice are you going to give your driver? I did. I did. I said, <laughs> watch five cars in front. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, I said, did. and then I said, you got to watch on restarts because guys will fill the hole on the bottom. Then you got to go around the outside oh. or knock your radiator yeah, out. Just, yeah. We, Man. This Who's the first person? <laughs> Who's the first person to knock the water out of the radiator on a restart? Amandir. Okay, if you're mm. looking at the cars five, or the f- cars five ahead of you, huh? what if you're leading? Well, if you're what leading, advice? you're not you're doing anything. At, you're just not doing you anything. 
blowing through. Dude, there's nothing easier. Yeah, there's to do nothing though. in front of you. There's no, I'm nothing. saying, what advice then would you give? You can't give. Take care of your tires. There's nothing tires. easier than leading a race. The easiest spotting ever is in the top five, ever. Minus a plate track, ever. Minus plate track, and then it, the the leader is working extremely hard, and then nobody else is really working hard. Well, it's only going to take wide. what like ten laps to catch the rear of the field if you're leading. Yeah, probably in cup, cup yeah. two, probably thirty in cup. Yeah, I don't think it's thirty. Well, we got gray there this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The off-the-wall topic. <clears throat> Potential for a real Dad, Carolina and the other Carolina <clears throat> championship game in the NCAA. If this comes to fruition, who claims the title for the year? We know who Brett's I, picking. Okay, let's go back to when the tournament started. Even who though did, you didn't pick your who, own team. Who did Brett pick to win it all on this show? Yeah, you did pick I the I picked Cox. the f- South Carolina Gamecocks. But you didn't pick them in your – Doesn't matter. On this show, I picked the Gamecocks. So I'm staying with my prediction of the Gamecocks. Go Cox. You are, war cry? Do you understand? Like you, chicken. you understand? You're getting lucky as <laughs> this. I mean, I'm glad for you, but you are lucky as hell. Yeah, we're getting lucky. We beat Marquette by 20. We beat Duke by 10. We beat some other team by 20 that was supposed to beat us. We went last night by seven. Yeah, we're lucky. I'm just saying. Lucky is shooting a granny-style free throw backwards. <laughs> That's lucky. No way. So I was listening to a Malcolm Gladwell podcast, and he was talking about this who? guy. Malcolm who? Uh, uh, he wrote, like, Blink or The Tipping 182? Point. 182? He's smart as hell. Yeah. He was talking about Wilt Chamberlain and how Wilt Chamberlain was so good at, was it free throws because he threw them granny-style? Yeah. yeah. That kid broke records. That Barry kid and then broke it's records actually, this yeah, year. Yeah, it's – um. He played a good game. From a physics night. standpoint, it's the most consistent way, but men won't throw it that way because they think it That's the first them. time I've seen him actually do it in a game was over the weekend. When I first saw him shoot, I was like, what the – is he joking? Yeah, the Barry kid shoots 88%. I, I can't like, that's amazing. That, that Florida and Wisconsin game. I know. I mean, yeah, that was a – Holy cow. Crazy, crazy to tie it up. Crazy three to win it. We were going to beat either one of them, the so it didn't kid. matter what they did. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the Barry kid that shot the free throw granny style. Yeah, he would yeah. made the yeah, block at the, the other block. end. That was crazy. Yeah, and then yeah. we we beat white white men can't jump that high. I know, white <laughs> man can't jump. Great movie, but they can drink tequila. I feel flush right now. <laughs> I didn't even have breakfast. You look, so you look redder than normal. You I did now. I, I brushed my break. teeth. Does that count? With tequila. Yeah. <laughs> TJ, who you got? Tequila. You know, I I've I've thought this is Carolina's year from for a long time. They've had a really good team. Uh, listen, I'd be a, I'm fine with a team like I'm fine with an underdog coming in there and doing that, but North Carolina has a really good team, and they're going to be tough to beat. So North Carolina is going to be my pick. Up. Go Cox. That's all I'm going to say. You got money on them? I got a cock on my chest. Look. Okay. Let's <laughs> also have a cock all right. on my shoulder. Holy sh! How have I never seen that? I don't know. You like it, don't you? I've seen the. Uh, you say you like it. I love it. God, I'm can mad. we call them something else, like a chicken? You got a chicken on your <laughs> chest. We do. We, we actually refer to ourselves as the ass kicking chickens. That's fine. So can that's we, okay. I mean, I would rather you say I got an ass kicking chicken on my chest rather than just say know, go Cox, man. It's like pulling for the home team. I, I don't want to ever hear you say I've got a cock on my chest. I mean, <laughs> I, I do. I got a cock on my shoulder too, permanently. All right, you guys ready to go into hashtag AskDBC? Hashtag. Producer Josh has chosen a few questions. Well, these ought to be lovely. And listeners, you can always ask <laughs> us questions throughout the week with hashtag AskDBC, and we will find them, and we will answer them if they are not stupid. I know this first guy. At Kevin Hamlin, who is that, asks. Yes. Ask him about 2820. He'll know. TJ, this is referring to you. <clears throat> yeah, so I have that. I have, I've had this Madden League for like five years now. Yep. And it's been 32 people, real people in it, for five years. We play about four or five seasons a year. 
Um, and Kevin's got into it the last year. I finally got him to get involved in it because he likes doing stuff like that. Well, me and him finally, finally, uh, he asked, you know, or he, he's gotten good enough where he can, and I, I haven't had time to play oh, nearly like what I have. <laughs> here come You've been playing for five years, you and he's been playing for a year. For oh, it's not an excuse. God almighty. That is an excuse. So to That's be really good at this, excuse. to be really good at this, you have to be, he plays in like three leagues. And I don't, I don't yeah. have time to do that. But between and he works a full time job. And he has three kids. I'm sorry, but combing Casey's hair in the morning is not really that hard. <laughs> he okay. he's at Casey Kane Racing right now, sitting in. The I'll desk. bet you a hundred dollars he's not there right now. Well, he might not be there now, <laughs> but he'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> well, maybe. But you know, listen, he puts a lot, and he's good. He's gotten good at it, and he's he's taken a a pretty bad team. And he's made the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's funny because he used to – I thought he was a Seahawks fan. He is a Seahawks fan. But now since he's been the Jaguars in this, he he really has an interest in the Jaguars. Well, like, most normal men are at Hooters watching <laughs> basketball. These dumbasses are 40-year-olds playing Xbox on the road. <laughs> hey, man. That's not normal. Well, I'm, there's no way I'd be allowed to go to Hooters at 930 it's, it's a shame that Best Buy's already trademarked Geek Squad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Best thing in my league. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking of, hey, wait real quick before you go to the next one. So, so 2820 means you lost. Yeah, he's real happy about it. Yeah. That's okay, though, because yeah, playoffs will like be around. If he makes the playoffs. <laughs> he may get this tattooed on him, 2820. <laughs> he might. He might get the Super Bowl tattooed, the logo tattooed on him, then he'll lose it. But uh, lose speaking of uh, Geek Squad, you know, I saw, you know, uh, that guy, the kid I used to buy for in the truck series, Tyler yeah, Reddick. Yeah, he's seen him on the roof. Yeah, so I, he's coming to the roof to learn and watch whenever he's not driving the 42 car this That's year. Smart on his part. Yeah, but he pulled his wallet out. Did you see? Have you seen his wallet? No. Did it have it's, a chain on it? Is it Velcro? chain? No, this would all be an improvement. <laughs> oh, wow. So he pulled this out. Is it a duct out. tape? No, it's worse. Oh. He pulled it out, and it's this hard square case with like buttons on it. If you want your American Express, you push the American Express one up and it comes out. If you want the, you know, the Visa, you push this one and the Visa card comes out. Like you want your license? Oh, you push the license one and it pops out. That's kind of cool actually. Like this is like dork. Yeah, like data Nerd. from the Goonies had this thing <laughs> back in the day. And I I'm I'm like, "Tyler, what is that?" <laughs> data <laughs> from the Goonies. And he, and it it kills <laughs> the back of his pants. So the his his pocket where his wallet sits it's put holes in his pants in the corners where the squares are. So it's just destroying his pants, too. He should just get a purse. <laughs> Look how immersed nice Kristen has got I know, yeah. this show. <laughs> She's, like, laid up like a damn. One, one shot uh, is all it takes. <laughs> she looks like a – She looks like Jeez. a – What's that dog that races? What? The what? dog that races? Yeah, that long dog. Greyhound? Yeah, she looks like a, dog, a greyhound laid on the couch. Look how her legs are doing. That's that's a compliment, <laughs> Kristen. That's a yeah. compliment. You look like a trophy, yeah. you look like a trophy horse. A wow. dog and a horse. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I mean, look, how, look how relaxed. She is. Look how relaxed we become. As the show goes on, she's leaning more and more and kicking Brett, back. So you took care of my uh, panic attack. Yes, Holla. I feel better. Yeah, you do. You look more relaxed. Why, why? Why do you need meds? You just take a shot of tequila. <laughs> I feel you're like good. I would get a drinking problem if that. Warm, was warm tequila too. Yeah. All, <laughs> that, all that hacking. <laughs> yeah. I have to commend TJ. He hasn't been. Uh, Today? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Must be the West Coast at West Coast air or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by back. the way, thankfully the West Coast swings over. Yeah. yeah. That's brutal. Yesterday I felt like garbage. Yeah, and y'all are off this weekend. We are. What uh, are you doing? Alan's parents are coming into town. Yeah. No wonder you're needing tequila. <laughs> <laughs> In laws are coming. Uh, 
We got Stanley Steamer so, coming on Thursday. We're cleaning. Seriously? Yeah. That's awesome. What are you doing, Josh? Uh, going home to Winston-Salem. I'll play, go play some Xbox in TJ's league. <laughs> no, yeah. probably play some golf. My dad. <laughs> mm. We would better. wear Josh out, I'm sure. Saturday. So, Saturday, I'll get to come home Saturday night, which means I can watch the Cox at home. It's going to be fun. But you were going. Grill some steaks. I can't go Saturday because oh, we got a race Sunday. Oh, race is Sunday. Still a race. Still a race. Lay down. Lay down, Kristen. Just lay down. <laughs> yeah. Take the rest of the show off. At KJ Fly asks, in honor of March Madness, who is the biggest upset win of all time in NASCAR? Oh, this is a good one. I think we've talked about Chris it before. Chris Boucher. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain, Daytona. Oh, I got wow. Yeah, yeah, that's Derek Cope, Derek Cope, Daytona. Yeah, I would probably go with Casey Mears. Casey Mears, your boy. Oh, Casey Mears, boy. Casey Mears at Charlotte. That's a pretty yeah, big win. Won the six hundred. Did uh, Buckshot Jones ever win anything? Nah, <laughs> not that mattered. He won the name. Yeah, yeah. Contest. His grandma said he was tough as Buckshot. That's where his nickname came really? from. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us thought he drove like Buckshot out of the end of a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I would say, man, that's cup on the cup side. Man, that's three big ones. Yeah, I mean, Derek Cope winning the 500 over Dell Earnhardt Sr. was big. But Dell really Sr. Big. had a problem. Yeah. That Chris Buescher wins pretty big. You know, I think we should. David Reagan, I mean, he's won David a couple. David Reagan at Talladega. Yeah, a couple sleeper. I don't really think we races. could count Derek Cope because that's not really. I want You can't count no, no, Derek I wanna... Cope. He won the Daytona <clears throat> 500 and he sucks. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, I mean, he didn't, I don't know. Well, the question is, biggest upset win. Well, okay, so maybe they're not saying biggest driver who sucks and still won. <laughs> they're saying biggest upset, like how about started still last? the biggest driver I want, who sucks. I'm trying to get like I'm <laughs> right. trying to yeah. narrow this down to like somebody that actually took a not a very good car, went up there and got it. I think Trevor Bain is is a talented guy. I think the fact that he won the Daytona 500 is is an upset. Does that just prove anyone can win the Daytona 500? No, because it's only happened twice. Right? Mm-hmm. Most winners are legit dudes. Unless A.J. Allmendinger wins it. <laughs> I would but think it does prove that legitimacy <laughs> restrictor out, plate racing can it. be a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean. It can be. Uh, so who can won be. that? Gillen or David Reagan a couple years ago at Talladega? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to – I was going to put – the long John Silver car? Yeah. I was going to put Brad on that list in that Mikasuki car because no one ever thought he would have had a, a shot. Car? Long John Silver should sponsor the Gamecocks. That would be a perfect sponsorship. Why? I like the I like the chicken there. <laughs> Oh, I'll got text, it. I'll text you tomorrow. <laughs> Why is everything going over my head today? Because you're laying down. Oh, God. At Jen Olk asks, what track is the worst to get out of and to the airport? Hmm. California's pretty bad. Montana was stupid lane. because they always uh, they turn it into a cluster. They create an issue getting out of there with the cones, and then you can't take a ride on that one road. I'm, I'm going I'm to pull the bell and say <laughs> TJ and I for 10 years were both spoiled because we were the only spotters every week that we helicoptered out. We were – we for were, a while there, yeah. We were spoiled for a long time. But now we're all driving out. So, I don't know. What, what do you think is the worst one to get out of? Uh, Pocono? Bristol, because they closed the infield. No, Pocono is usually pretty easy. Um, Once you get in that line on the back stretch and get out, it's not too bad. But Martinsville can be bad. Well, we yeah. we all park up there at the old yeah, Lowe's. We, yeah. we yeah. park up there by the road. We, um, walk, we walk about two miles and just blow them out. I New think – for for us as spotters, man, I, I I don't know. We don't really have terrible places. I got I gotta say Pocono for me, just because you got to go inside, mm. and then you got to go that. I've been shooting out the tunnel, and then you got to take a right, and then you got to take a left, and the cops are morons. If they just get out of the <laughs> way, we could all get out of get home. But they stand in the road, you know, like idiots. 
Uh, love cops, by the way. Just not the ones at Pocono after the race. <laughs> but I, don't very know, I don't know that there's stuff. a harder one. I would say for us. Bristol can be bad. Well, Bristol, I get in that police escort line. Yeah, it can be bad if you're not, though. Bristol can be bad. Um, I think California. California's, I think, are worse. Because they sucks. just – I roll out of there. It's easy for us because where we yeah. park. Watkins Glen, out. like Yeah. I was – my initial thought was um, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texas is bad sometimes. Texas, they're idiots too. Just you just gotta come with your. But luckily, with Texas though, the FBO is right down the street. Forty million yeah. cones, and they're idiots. The cones are just over overkill. Yeah. Like, like why so many? And if you don't get in the right, if you're not leaving, if you come out the tunnel and go straight out, if you're not in the far right hand lane, you're you, screwed. Yeah, and they don't like tell you like, hey, be in this line to get to the airport. Yeah. So you get you get three hundred yards up the street and somebody's already blasted cones are all over the place yeah. so why phoenix I mean, is badass because our fbo is right next to the yeah, phoenix, you could walk nice. to it. phoenix rolls yeah the one that really sucks is uh road america the uh, fbo is like an hour and a half yeah. away in uh green bay yeah. we got to talk about the uh that serial killer though we got to take a picture Oh, Stephen wow. Avery. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, he, he's, yeah. he's acquitted. <laughs> Definitely not going to go to Road America now. No, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Road America. Peace did out. Did y'all ever watch that uh, Making, Making a, murder a Murder on Netflix? No, oh, it's I never so did. good. But it's, it's really good. The guy committed the murder, whatever, right, right there in, when you're on the way from Road America to the FBO. Yeah. So we stopped and took a picture because uh, our I think, coach uh, at the time went one. I know of another one. If you don't get out right away, Sonoma could be pretty bad. Yeah. Because yeah. there's only two-lane roads leaving, and it's not. It yeah. doesn't flow very well. No, it doesn't. He, that's a good one, but I get out quick there. Let's we always yeah. stayed there longer at Na- in NASCAR so we could go to the vineyards and crap. So mm. we yeah. don't have to worry about that. Why no? Why no? At Dale Jr. Scanner asks, why is TJ the first one to get to the spotter stand in his bright red shirt? I'm usually not, so I'm not really sure. I'm probably 8th or 10th to get there. Who is the first to get there? I would. Not Brett. Yeah, I would probably say um, I don't know if there's anybody. It used to be Jeremy Brickhouse, but he no longer spots. Yeah, he would be there real early. I try to go a little over an hour before just to be getting the elevator and beat that. But I'm usually probably the eighth or tenth guy up there. I would say a lot of the Gibbs guys are pretty early. Is it just so you can grab your space, or nah? We already know where we're going. It's just that you're done. No one <laughs> with Brett. Oh, I just said the F word. Sorry. <laughs> Space. It's just your preference. Like, <laughs> if you're sitting somewhere and you're like, all right, you're in the truck and you want to go, or you're sitting, you're sitting somewhere and you're like, all right, well, I'm, I'm just gonna go, because you can go up there and get your iPad out and and uh, Wi-Fi. Well, if you have service on it, you don't need Wi-Fi. But you can go up there and watch basketball. Go up there and watch more, you know, FaceTime, whatever. Curling. Curling. Uh, Greyhound races. Whatever you want to do. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Are there any other questions, TJ, that you've scanned <coughs> on oh your Twitter? I didn't. I didn't do it this week. <coughs> Since Ke- Kevin was the only one, I was. I uh, appreciate Kevin Hamlin calling yeah. in today. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. You're probably still Spot sleeping, but. Kane. Yeah. Ask DBC. Holla. Holla. My rant is about TJ. Oh, this should be good. I listened to last week's show from Bozeman, Montana, and I hear TJ won a race and did not go to victory lane. Yeah. This is only the second guy I know in NASCAR history that's a spotter that has the privilege and honor of being on a winning race team 
and not at least go to Victory Lane to shake everybody's hand and say, thank you guys. I love y'all. That was awesome. He couldn't, he couldn't get, he, he wouldn't he's, get a ride He's been with Justin Algar a year and a half. He couldn't get a ride. There's f***ing Ubers everywhere in Phoenix for one. <laughs> for two, were you there? I was there. Did you have a car with a seat available? Yes. Josh, were you there? <laughs> yeah, because that's going to happen. Was there a seat available? Hey, Josh, yeah. on your way to – so, so Hey, Tyler. TJ, TJ. No, no, no. We're not changing the subject here. Huh. <laughs> your commitment to this organization has got to be elevated the next time you win a race. I've won a lot of races with the organization. doesn't matter. It does matter. The, the last one that you won, you exempted yourself from a celebration. Are you going to at least come to the victory bell Do you think today? that's okay? Yeah, I didn't know about that until late last Brett. night. We won three times last year, and Brett ran his ass down to victory lane. Three times. Brett also gets a car. I do have a car, but even if I didn't get a car, you had Dale Jr. His bus was there. Did he and have Dale a car? And Dale Jr. His was bus? in victory lane with us. Did he have a bus driver there yeah. with a car? Kenny, it's a lame excuse to win a I race. I had to play my Madden game. <laughs> <laughs> now we know <laughs> the truth the comes truth. out, guys. I had a scheduled game. Okay, I, jeez, I, I hope. I mean, Kristen's fiance. Are you engaged yet? No. Kristen's boyfriend, right? Right. We can say that. Yep. Yeah. Kristen's boyfriend <laughs> is pissed off at you because you didn't come to Victory Lane. The whole team's mad. I talked to him. They're he pissed. He should just be happy that I kept the car safe all He's day. He's not happy. He's not happy at all because you've torn <laughs> well, it up many times. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this. I'm not really worried about her boyfriend being mad at me. Why? Why would I be? Why? When I'm mad at him, does he care? No. No. <laughs> he does not. I'm not going to let him in my Madden League. I'm mad at him anyway because he, he hasn't, oh, yeah, he hasn't he sent me a pit roadmap all year. He used to email him to me every week. <laughs> you want me to relay the message? Can't you just sure. walk down the hallway? No, he sure. can't do that. There's no way. Can't, can't hey, have any team conversation. Sure. Why do you all fly in little planes that have to stop three times? Why not just fly commercial from at so I, I sent out a tweet last night that said I thought about going to Waffle House, and that chick uh, is a – stay-at-home mom fitness freak and she's like yeah, you should stop then she sends that question um their uh waffle house is um coming tomorrow morning to celebrate with fresh waffles at the shop by the awesome. way awesome very cool oh really? really i didn't know that Jeez, yeah i don't know anything you just got about it in your so, human T- resources so tj tj's oh, playing how many times your you plane stopped last night zero tj flies on a most of these guys now fly on citations right mm-hmm. citation latitudes citation tens, you know, citation sovereigns. And if you Google that, I know you people listen are aviation geeks, but if you Google those, these are badass airplanes. They don't have to stop coming home from the West Coast. Some people uh, are on team planes, that those regional jets that hold 50 people. They'll That's go about halfway, you know, to Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, wherever. You stop and get fuel and you come on. But it's it, it, it's only 30 minutes. So the, Not the, even that. It takes like 15 minutes. Yeah. We all go. And it's actually here. like I, I didn't know how I was going to like it this year because I had never had to do it. Yeah, it ain't um, a bad thing. It's actually really nice. It just breaks up the monotony of going yeah, all the way across. Them seats get hard and stuff, too. It gives you – you can walk in. Some, a lot of times in places make popcorn. Yeah, they make popcorn Yeah, you get popcorn, popcorn in Kansas. And, yeah. And cookies. We, we When I got here – a lot of teams flew on Brazilias to the West Coast, and, and a Brazilia is a prop plane. They would literally leave Charlotte. Yeah, I used to. They would stop three times. It would take 12 to 14 hours to get there. Why? Because, Why fly that? Because they're cheap. they're slow. They're cheap. <laughs> cheap to run. You know, you're talking $800 an hour to move 40 people, which is which is cheap. Now these same teams have 50-person jets, and so um, we, don't, we don't really do the whole three-stop thing anymore. But great question. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, got another one there. 
Greyhound. You got a rant, TJ? You mad at me about anything? Since you no, but I'm going to have one next week, and it's going to be about you. <laughs> you got to go that. to Victory Lane, man. You can't be Listen. that guy. Yeah, you got to come. I'm always that I'm guy. We all want to celebrate. You're part of the team. Why you are you be mad? There. You know what else? On I was oh, there. You know what else on the show last week? TJ. I wanted to spray your face T with Gatorade. TJ, oh, yeah. TJ and Josh are, were both complaining about the schedules. Oh, my God, we had to work six hours. We only got five-minute breaks. Dude, have y'all ever worked a real job? Yeah. Oh, my God, we only such a tough day. Dude, if it's hot as hell, I'll be on your side and say, man, it's hot. I'm dying. I code red. I'm burning up. I'm medium well. Get my fat ass off this spotter stand. But you can't fuss about a six-hour workday with five-minute breaks. Right. I think it was longer than six hours, though. Well, now she's laying completely yeah. down. So I told you. She's getting tell us, Tell us your feelings, Kristen. <laughs> this couch is very comfortable. She go. Jeez. <laughs> Hold on. I'll get Alan. I mean. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Okay. I feel better already. So, the only the only schedule I had a problem with was Atlanta. Atlanta? Hot Atlanta. It wasn't hot, Atlanta. I know, but you were fussing because you had to I work. Was, that's the only day that I didn't like was the Friday at Atlanta, only because I would have – like, I packed my cooler and everything for the day. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a 15-minute break or just something. 30. You, have, you have 15-minute breaks. When yeah, they, but – When they say we're going into qualifying trim, that takes 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but you're kind of watching lines and seeing what other guys do and stuff still. You can pee and eat during that time. Yeah, I don't. I like to stay focused, man. Oh my Sorry, God. that's my. You can't rant. stay focused when you're peeing. <laughs> First of all, like how much effort so does that take? You're that guy, be an adult, not a kid, pissing the toilet, not on the lid. Do we have to put Cheerios don't in Don't be toilet splattering so piss everywhere, for? bro. Focus. I hate that. It's See, that's urinal. the worst thing about men. You walk into the toilet and you're like, oh god. Yeah, that's dude. How long <laughs> have you been aiming with that thing? Because you're not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need target practice? Hey, Patrick Ebert um, <laughs> likes the guns on you, by the way. Gun show. Yep. Gun show. Yeah. Easy, My Patrick. Thing. Calm down. So no rant other than we get yours. Pick. We got one. You guys this got a pick. Is, uh, and Brett is kicking TJ's is it ass. Three to, three to one? Four to one. Four to one. Oh. It's like TJ's not even trying. My favorite part about last week's show is TJ goes on this this deal about he won because Brad got caught cheating. When he I had Harvick, on that deal. A guy did. He brought it up. Harvick got caught cheating too, and that's who he had. I was like, I'm Listen. sitting there listening to this and buzzing my tent. I just start throwing shit. My your win, lost his your mind. win is encumbered. Yours uh, was too. I didn't. You, your hey. second place was encumbered. <laughs> you know, my uh, – It's four to one, dude. You better go heavy. We I, we both went heavy and we both failed. <laughs> Dude, how our both our picks suck. That's yeah, twenty first. We and, had two uh, of the best in wow. California and they were thirteenth and twenty first. I've beat you with Brendan gone. That's my win. You did. That's Maybe the only time you so, won all year. It might be Martin's this rate. Martin's with a paper clip, man. Jeff Gordon's not here. Are we resetting at the at the chase? Yes. The yeah. no, no, we're not. We're resetting the drivers, not drivers. The, not the score. Not the yeah, score. the score stays, but the drivers are Copy. getting reset. TJ's got to win. He's so. a must win. Yeah, it's getting pretty close. So TJ, take I will, uh, Derek Cope. I think I know who he's taking right here. I'm going to go Dave with the guy Dave. that here's, – Here's what I think he's taking. Got it. I'll take Brad. Nope. Nope. I who I thought he was taking. I'm going to take – that's a good pick. It's going to be a tough one. He's been fast. My man is on the ropes. He's the seven-time champion. He's got 80 wins in NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson is my guy. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy's coming this weekend. Jimmy's Johnson. It's his turn. He will go out there, and he will dominate this race, and he will make the chase. The playoff. Sorry. The playoffs. It's his turn. It's his time. This guy's been struggling. <clears throat> yeah, and Brad's been hot, though, Here's too. what I don't understand. Maybe TJ can enlighten us. Chase Elliott is setting the world on fire in qualifying, in practice, in the race, 
And where are the other three teams? What are y'all doing? What's wrong? I don't know. Something's up. Either know. he's getting through tech with some stuff. That they're, and, and see, the, here's what people don't realize. The car chiefs, that's their job. Get my car through tech with the limits pushed. So maybe he's got a better car chief than you got. There's something going think, on that's making think, him so um, much better. He's not that much better than, than these the other three guys. Who's the car chief on Chase's I don't know, but I want to hire him. He's, he's got something going on. I know. We, you know, I think we had a better car than what we finished on Sunday, but we just never – it was track position. If you didn't have a really good car, you you weren't. I mean, you were kind of stuck where you were at, and we were. We drove from sixteenth to fourth pretty quick. Well, we went from the back of the field up to eleventh at one point. But then when you get to that, we never could get over. Would uh-huh. would have a something would happen. Would um, left front wouldn't come off on the pit stop, so you lose four or five. Every time we would make progress, something would knock us back a little bit. Right. And uh, we had all inside row restarts the last four. Yeah. And oh, that's, that kills so. you. If you're on the inside row, we, we seriously didn't have an outside row restart probably the last four or five total. We got one all day, and it was finally on the last one. Yeah, yeah that's – Well, that's fault and clawed yeah. all day. You'd restart third and go to seventh. I mean, it was and, – and we're if coming you didn't up restart, on – We restarted there. 11th and went to 20th Yeah, with the net starting on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you – like, if you were Somebody on the inside on that last restart, you would probably would have been sixth or something, fifth yeah. or sixth oh, probably. Oh, well, we lost a few for so, sure. But but we if you don't have the outside you're kind of it's part of it though so it, you know it's cyclical I mean we've seen teams dominate and then struggle and then you know kind of hit their stride but I, I'm certainly surprised that that Dale Jr. and Jimmy Johnson aren't running better I mean Case Kane fired off pretty good Chase fired off on fire and, and now it seems like Casey's calmed down the last two weeks and and you guys just yeah Casey was okay he was okay yesterday he got caught up in that something happened that put him back. And then he got caught up in I that. I saw him running 10th to 12th all day. Yeah, he was that 6 and 17 got into it, and they took him with him. Nah, imagine that. So, man, yeah. Ricky, I, I'm, I like Ricky, but, man, he drives crazy sometimes. Yeah, I think when you get back there in that, and when you get back there in that 13th to 20th spot, man, it is. Yeah, well, I lived it last year. It's a storm. If somebody, well, you're usually right behind it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was right in the freaking middle of That's when you're spotting your ass off. Any of them guys that get runs, you could seriously run a guy down from 10 car lanes, pass him. Start to pass the next guy, and if that guy behind you has a run, he's taking it. He's not like no, and it, he don't care if he slows you guys all down, almost wrecks you. He, it's like there's not much common sense racing in that area a lot. No. So I agree. But anyway, you good, Kristen? I'm good. You guys have fun in Martinsville. You're not gonna go. I'm good. Thanks. Maybe so. you should bring the in-laws. You should bring them up on Sunday. Yeah, they come to the Michigan race. They're give them a, Michigan. Give them a pit tour. Yeah, I want to do my a job holler, on my tour. off weekend. It's a holler Hol- tour. Holler tour. Holler. Holler tour. Holler tour. All right. That was fun. Go take a nap. Go Cox. Rest up for your game. Yes. I'd rather the Cox win than UNC. <laughs> go Tar Heels. Go I'm going gonna, gonna to go with Josh on this one. Go Heels, man. Josh is a traitor. Go Heels. We're a studio divided. What a what – a, oh, I was pulling for Wisconsin just so everybody knows. That the was Badgers. my – That Why? was my – um, because of Ben that went there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Bruce. Brust. Brust. Whatever. So Bruce. he, uh, <laughs> he's Bruce. always a good. And I, I hope he, he. I think he's coming back out for the Charlotte race. Maybe we can have Mon him when he comes back yeah. out. Now that so the studio's bigger and it won't see look what like he's up to lately. Sitting on each other's laps. Um, but since Ben went there and he's always been a huge race fan and he's been a good guy. Um, I've always pulled for the Badgers as well. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks to One Man Financial.
Appreciate an it. Exalt to racing. Yeah, hopefully this was an educational podcast. For the you millions of something. something. For the millions Prestige. of listeners. Worldwide. Okay, bye. We're out. Holla. <laughs> This is the Exalta Race Center update for the week of March 27th. In Saturday's Service King 300 NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Auto Club Speedway, it was rookie William Byron leading Junior Motorsports with a fifth-place finish in his number 9 Exalta Duracoach Chevrolet. He was the highest-finishing Xfinity Series regular, and he remains second in the point standings behind Elliott Sadler. Sadler finished 7th, Justin Algar ninth, and Michael Annette 13th for Junior Motorsports. Kyle Larson won the race. It was the first of two victories for Larson as he also took the checkered flag in the cup race on Sunday. Dale Jr. and the number 88 Exalted team finished 16th. In the car's late model tour, 17-year-old Anthony Alfredo led Junior Motorsports in the twin features at Dominion Raceway with a pair of fifth-place finishes. Josh Berry finished 11th in the first race. After spinning out racing for the win with Myatt Snyder, he finished 17th in second race with overheating issues. The Exalta Customer Experience Center officially opens in May during the All-Star Race Weekend. The CEC is the first of its kind. It will be a training facility for Exalta's customers right on the campus at Hendrick Motorsports. It will be used to educate body shop technicians with Exalta's new products, technology, and innovation. For more CEC progress and updates on all Exalta race teams, follow at Exalta Racing on all social media platforms. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 